0: Welcome to Overtime, our weekly show on Raiders TV where we're going to be talking to you about the world of basketball, our opinions on how things should be and probably how they shouldn't be. Just because we say it doesn't mean it's right, this is all just opinion. My name's Phil Hughes, I'm the Community Foundation Manager, this is Paul Nicholson, he's the Head of Academies and Ben Fox here, one of our community coaches. You'll be seeing us each week as we talk you through the world of basketball.
1: All right, good morning, fellas. Uh, good morning, here we are mate. for another exciting episode of Overtime. Ben, you're beaming with joy. I can see. There you go, Phil. Oh, look at that. you still got your headphones, mate. You ain't lost them yet. That's good. No,
0: no, they're good. I'm loving it.
1: So uh, welcome, everyone, to our, another episode. Um, guys, let's, uh, let's go through it. What have we been up to? Uh, ben, do you want to start?
2: Lots of clinics again, mate lots of self development other than that not not a lot i've been waiting on big boris for his announcement so watch that
1: yeah,
2: um, yeah. but yeah not not a lot really mate i i started um started a new tv series on netflix oh, why so oh, is it go on go on oh I, I went with um zoo it's alright so far it's, it's not too bad okay. it's like based on a book um, so it's all right at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm still a bit like unsure at the moment. So I'll, I'll update us next. Up yeah. I'll update us next week on. Uh, okay. My thoughts.
1: Um, Phil. Um, have you been up to more than Ben? <laughs>
0: uh, a little bit. Um, I'm not sure when when this will go out, but I'll say last week. But Friday, and everyone will know what I mean. We had a, a locally, we had a, a socially distanced VE Day street party. Yeah. Um, which was really good, actually, considering that you know, there was kind of no interaction. Um, it, it was a great day. It was, it was great to see. And I don't know why we don't do things like that more often as, as a nation. It was great to see so many people together kind of in, enjoying time. And yeah. I, was, I was speaking to neighbours I've never spoken to before, <laughs> even though they live 50 yards away. Um, so, yeah, it was good. It was, it was, it was a great day, really.
2: Yeah, we had Go on, Ben. Sorry. No, go on, mate. You go first.
1: No, I just said we went for a, a, our, our sort of daily walk uh, because obviously nothing had changed since then. Um, and we walked around different streets in the area, and it was amazing just to see all that stuff. Uh, absolutely fantastic.
2: I, I was actually going to say, uh, I've had, we've not had much in human interaction, really. Even on the deliveries, you, you get a little bit, but um, it was really nice on Friday to to go out and to see everybody... Having their V Day, um socially distant street parties. I actually even saw Paul. So I was I was beaming because so I was like, "Oh my god, it's it's <laughs> on a screen!" Um, but it was it was it was such a nice thing to see. It was just, and I agree with you, Phil. I I don't get why we all don't do more of things like that. It was nice to see sort of everyone just together and yeah yeah.
0: Th- this period certainly made me realise I that we. As a group of friends, I'm still in touch with a lot of my school friends um, and, and we get together for birthdays and things like that. But it, we, we only ever get together for a special occasion. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of made me question and we've started talking on Zoom. I, I'm, I'm speaking to guys that I haven't spoken to for a couple of years. I've got friends in Singapore, I've got friends all over the country.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but, but we haven't spoken for years. And I don't know why. We now speak every Saturday afternoon and we have a few beers. Um, but I know we, what you mean we, mate We don't need that excuse to see our friends and talk to our friends it's
1: Yeah, like I've started speaking to my wife and everything It's been, it's been really interesting
0: I've not been that bored yet
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, So myself boys I'll, um, you know actually you know what? I'm going to show you what I've been up to So um, take a look at this video
2: Oh, poss- that's been my day. Brilliant. That might possibly have been one of the, the best things I've seen during lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. Brilliant. You've been a busy boy.
1: Yeah, I've been, You've yeah. been a lot
2: busier than I have, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: we discovered a frisbee the other day and it just, my, my inner child just came out and I was like, ah, frisbee! um yeah it was
0: good fun i'd love to say I'll, I'll make a video of my day but i don't think i've got a minute's worth of interesting content going on
2: <laughs> i never i tell you what though it, i don't know about you two um but i've noticed i socialize a lot more with people like people that i work with like you two i think i've spoken to you two more about just general life stuff than i have even when we sit in the office
1: yeah. I was going
0: to say, I'll speak to you now more than, than when we sit two foot apart.
1: Yeah, but in the office, we are, we are actually working.
0: <laughs> yeah, there is that.
2: Yeah. There's that, yeah. So yeah,
0: Right, guys, I'm going to move things on a little bit. Go on, yeah. We've got some guests coming in. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but I, uh, at the moment, I feel like I'm sat outside the headmaster's office waiting to be called in. Same. Um, so we're, we're heading on in to that headmaster's office. And, and here's our guests.
2: Wish us luck. Perfect.
1: So welcome everybody to overtime slash double overtime slash whatever you want to call it. Um, Does that make it triple overtime?
3: Double overtime, no time. Yes. (laughs)
1: uh, Waste of time.
0: That's that's probably the better one. Um,
1: (laughs) So, We decided to come together as a collective and, and bring this phenomenal Chat show well, chat shows together, uh, yeah. And well, we'll see if it makes it any better or not. So, uh, welcome everybody.
3: Hello, hi, <laughs> hey guys. So, have you watched any of our chat shows?
1: Oh, no, not at all. Good,
3: no. yeah. uh,
1: well, that's well, lucky. Well, what, what makes sense.
3: <laughs> you <laughs> wouldn't have been cool. us on if you had, yeah. Although,
1: you know, I, I have watched them, I um, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed them, they've, they've kept me uh. Can be very occupied in this sort of time right
3: now. So, have, have you been doing the editing? Have you, Paul?
1: I have no choice but to watch it at least five times before.
2: Uh. I'm <laughs> probably Sorry. with everybody
3: else.
0: My favourite so far has been Gary Stronick. Yeah, um,
2: Gary was. Yeah,
4: it's a remedy. mine is Foxy.
3: <laughs> I, I quite like the one we did on Saturday with Thomas, the um, the the Belgian player from Bashashir. I I think we probably only asked him two questions. <laughs> But we had a lot of fun, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's um, very similar to us, to be fair. We, we kind of have a, this idea of going, right, let's make a great show. What we're going to plan, and we kind of plan nothing, and it's normally pretty good. And then when we do plan, it doesn't quite go to it.
4: Richard tells us you plan, and we should be planning like you guys. Um, yeah. There's a lot to be said for that. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> so you fooled Richard anyway.
0: <laughs> well, we have planned a little bit this afternoon. Uh, um, we so have. we're going to roll on. We're, we're kind of going to, each one of us is going to take on one of you. Uh, oh, to
3: right. Uh,
2: to a
0: degree. Um, so I'm going to shoot it across to Ben first. Ben's going to
2: kick off with, with his willing victim. Yeah, so I've got Richard uh, oh. this afternoon. you so, got Rich, the short oh, straw, Ben. So I've been online and uh, I had a few ideas. Yep. My ideas didn't go to plan. I can't lie. So I've managed to find a seven-question quiz on ice cream.
5: Brilliant. So Go for it. Up. I am eating a lot of ice cream. Does that count?
2: Can
4: we help him?
2: No! Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to really test your knowledge of ice cream. So question for one is, hmm. which US president proclaimed July to be National Ice Cream Month? Then
5: yeah, that's going to be someone silly like Donald Trump, isn't it? <laughs> no. It's it not was, going well, is it?
0: It was Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Surely you can eat ice cream anytime. Why do you need a, an actual designated month? Why
2: not? <laughs> I mean, I oh, guess yeah. that means you can eat more ice cream in that month. I don't really know. <laughs> so, uh, question number two. In March, a bath cafe owner was ordered to change the name of his product from ice cream to gelato. Why?
5: Contains sugar.
4: I
2: can out. Have, at Have a look at the answers. I'm not sure if he's frozen or he's <laughs> lost the answer.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I think he's just been. To do, come by. It was
2: to do with the fat content. Oh, okay.
5: Yeah, yeah. So uh, oh, yeah, gelato wow. normally contains sugar. It's made differently. I'll so that,
2: that that'll be
1: why. I'll
2: give know, you that, that, though, Rich. You love a good gelato. According <laughs> to the Oxford Dictionary, the first ice cream recipe in English. Was written by Miss Mary Easel in 1718. Which of the following was a part of the recipe? One, bay salt, two, ground pepper, pepper, or three, dried fennel. Ooh. What was the first one again? Fennel. Bay salt. Mm. I think oh. I'm gonna
5: go ground pepper.
1: <laughs>
5: fennel. 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 Really. No, it was bay oh. salt. Ah, oh. oh, do you know that that was my third choice?
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're not going overly too freakish,
2: are you, Richard?
5: <laughs> well, none of these things came up during the ownership of a modern day ice cream shop, ah. if, if I'm honest.
2: <laughs> right, which of these nationalities consumes the most ice cream per year? So you've got one Australians, two Bretonians, three Norwegians, or four Swiss? <laughs> oh, it's, it's got to be Britons. Australians,
3: Norwegians.
2: We named them all. It was
4: Norwegians.
3: Yeah.
4: Really?
2: Yeah.
3: It's
4: not many that's of why. them, and
2: it's very yeah, cold there.
4: That's then. how I thought about it.
1: Yeah. It's those Vikings. Vikings love ice cream.
4: Yeah, that's, Is uh, it uh, like
1: per is... capita?
3: Oh. Uh, to... that, Look, that's don't don't, ice try, ice to, don't, don't try to wiggle your way into being right, mate. Oh, you got it wrong. This is final.
5: I've been watching Donald Trump too much, you see. That's the problem. <laughs>
4: Next time you open an ice cream shop, open it in Oslo, not in Plymouth.
2: I could charge five times the amount for a start. Yeah. Uh, but that is my ice cream quiz. It was a it Oh, was a thank one. you, but no, I officially we're got good. good. 90%, I think. It was a hard one. Zero,
4: you didn't, you didn't 90% say one correct answer. You didn't get one correct
2: answer. Do you know, it's really hard to find uh, questions on ice cream. It was really <laughs> difficult
5: or like what's your favourite flavour that sort of thing
2: well i had to make it challenging because i know what the other two (laughs) have got planned so i had to make it somewhat challenging you put
1: six people in a room who love basketball and the first thing we talk about is ice cream Uh, oh it's uh it's my turn now to to bring in the mix um and actually, I'm pleased that you've got a background like that, because that works quite nicely, because you're a, you're a man who's well-travelled across the world, I believe.
3: Yeah, nowhere puts up with me for very long.
1: That's fine, that's <laughs> fine. That's, uh, that's, that, that's neither here nor there. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but, I've put a list together of names of places. Okay. Okay, and you've got to tell me if it's a real name of a real place, a real load of rubbish. Okay. <laughs> and I've just completely made it up. So right. uh, this should hopefully give us some amusement as we go. With it. <laughs> so the first place I would like to bring to your attention is this a real place? The Bat Cave.
3: The Bat Cave. Yeah, that's a real place.
1: Okay, it actually is a real place and not just in the Batman cartoon, it's in Indiana, <laughs> USA. Yep. So place number two. Bee-lick.
3: Sorry, how do you spell that?
1: B-E-E. Then the second word, lick. As in, licking a ice cream.
3: Now, <laughs> oh, made up.
1: It in fact is a real place in Kentucky. Oh, okay. Wow.
3: Beelick, Kentucky.
1: Sausage Street. <laughs> yeah, it's
3: bound to be a sausage street somewhere.
1: Sausage Street is false.
3: I'll oh. oh. <laughs> just Google that now.
1: How has no
5: one come up with a sausage street before? Yeah.
1: Disappointment Island. Yeah, really. real. Real. Disappointment Island is in fact real, it's in New Zealand. Yeah. Oh. And then we go for... Crackstone.
3: Yeah, real.
1: It's in fact in Dorset, so yes, that is real. <laughs> Did
5: you say <laughs> Crapstone is in Dorset?
1: I believe it is, isn't it? That's what Phil told me earlier. It's just... Under- on
0: the no, 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 the one I told you was in Dorset was a, a, a play on crap, but it's probably, we probably shouldn't say it for a daytime Ooh, show. that one. Ah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Crapstone.
1: Crap yeah, stone this is like you know,
3: family TV. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> two more left. Um... We have. <laughs> Come on. Slinky Town. We have what? Slinky Town.
3: Slinky Town, yeah.
1: Slinky Town is in fact false.
3: Is it? Oh. Sounds right. like it would be up around the Great Lakes, Slinky Town.
1: Slinky Town. And then finally, Middle Fart.
3: Yeah, true, Ring. real. Do
1: you know where that is?
3: No.
4: <laughs> middle <laughs> Fart is in fact. every question. <laughs>
1: Denmark. Yeah, so that was a bit of fun that I had there whilst I was doing doing my work (laughs) this morning.
3: I've got four right.
0: You don't
1: know than Richard. (laughs) So that that
0: leaves me and you, Bashak.
4: Yes, be nice to me, Phil. I'll
0: try. I'll try. The more I look at this, I'm not sure if this is a test for you or a test for me. Yeah. Um, But we'll see how it goes. So over this lockdown period, I've been dabbling with learning some different languages. So I've. Uh, This morning I've had a little go at learning some Turkish Okay (laughs) Um, So I'm going to give you a a Turkish phrase Uh, Like I say, I don't know if it's a test for me or a test for you But we're going to see if you can translate my Turkish back to English Okay Okay So the first one And excuse my Turkish accent I've been practicing but it's not very good Heidi Baskinla Heidi Heidi Baskinla
4: Heidi is Come on,
0: Baskınlar is... This is I mean, all from Google Translate, by the way, so don't blame okay. me if
4: oh.
0: I am it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're on the right track there.
4: You want to say, shoot or, you know, no?
0: So it should be, let's go Raiders. Uh,
4: okay, that definitely is not let's go Raiders. <laughs> uh, I'm,
0: I'm putting that down to your translation, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I was just playing Google when you have a problem. It's fine. Okay, next one. The next one. Tilki Takip et. Ah, pull off the Fox! Yes. Yeah. That was definitely my pronunciation. That (laughs) That was definitely my pronunciation. Okay. Foxy Benim Favorim.
4: Ah, my favourite is Foxy.
0: Yeah, we're all over this now. (laughs) Okay, so these ones are, are ones hopefully we're gonna get a visit to Istanbul when we're allowed, uh-huh. um, and hopefully these will help me when I get there. Um, so this one is Makun naredin alabilarim.
4: Where can I buy? What's the first word? Alabilarim. No, alabilarim is buy. What's the first word you said? Uh, makan. What's makin? makan? Makan neredin, alabilarim. Where can I buy? But I don't know what is makan. I'm gonna give you half a mark there. That's where can I buy a pasty? <laughs> Uh, I don't think we have a Turkish word for
0: pasta Sorry, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll change that. Okay, and finally, get on, Senjana. Jana. <laughs> <laughs> can I listen to that one more time? Get on, Senjana. Jana.
3: I, I know that I can translate that for you, Vashak.
0: <laughs>
3: Come on, you Janas.
0: Well, yeah, I'll well, get on you, Jana. It's just yeah. a, a, a local kind of greeting. John <laughs> can use whatever you want it to. It, it can be good or bad or hello or goodbye. Jana, I, I
4: need to work a little bit on your Turkish.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 Please
4: ask for a beer, FS you know. Beer. I, I, I'm going to
0: say that we were both as bad as each other there. I don't think my uh, my pronunciation was quite there. I don't
1: <laughs> think <laughs> I don't think we're quite ready to let Phil loose in Turkey just yet. <laughs> Uh, for many reasons, <laughs>
3: so, I, I, I got a question for you guys.
1: Ooh,
3: go on. So, ba- Bashak has been investing a lot of time in watching the um, uh, Michael Jordan on Netflix. So, Michael Jordan, where did he come in the list of top scorers NBA? Yeah, currently.
5: Currently. Uh, as in average per season, or in terms of know, total points? Total
3: point.
0: I think he's fourth or fifth. Oh yeah, I'm gonna say fifth or sixth.
3: So we got fourth or fifth. We got fifth and fifth. He's fifth. Oh, fifth. Yeah. So who's above him?
1: Um, Kobe's above him. Uh, Kareem.
0: Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Yeah. Wilt
1: Chamberlain's above him. Paul
0: Malone.
3: Not Wilt Chamberlain.
0: No, No, Wilt.
3: No, he's he's um he that many he's two below him.
2: LeBron. Is Karl Malone above him? Sorry, Ben. Karl Malone. Yep. Really?
3: Yeah. Oh. Not that Ben. Oh. So Karim Abul Jabba, Karl yeah. Malone. Yeah. You missed Ray one. Allen. No. I
1: did say Kobe. uh
5: Kobe. Um. James, LeBron James.
3: LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. Somebody already said
1: yeah ah. now you see you're tricking us you're tricking us with basketball like expecting us to know that <laughs> whoa 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 hang on <laughs> i got two from two there yes yeah, yeah. So, yeah, good yeah. Up, oh so that was our our quick quiz for you guys you know and that was kind of our, our fun part of the show you know we, we consider ourselves to be a bit rogue in, in in our chat shows you know so that was the fun part <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for most people but you, it was
2: fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like I, ru- I feel like I ruined this for Rich. I gave you the questions.
5: Break it, Ben.
1: You know, what I would like to say to you guys is, you know, now maybe you should give us the full double overtime experience as we're, as we're now joining the shows.
3: Okay, so um, what brought you into basketball in the first place?
0: And so I will, I'll keep it brief because I'm aware there's three of us to get through. Uh, I played at school, um, went on and, and played for the Navy very briefly. Um, I then stopped playing for many, many, many years. Um, my son started playing um, and I then got dragged in by Coach Paul Nicholson <laughs> um, to help with a few drills and it's now become my life. So Thanks, Paul. <laughs> You're welcome, mate. <laughs> look where you are now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think.
5: Alcoholics have similar stories. <laughs>
0: yeah, and theirs normally end well. <laughs>
5: yeah.
3: Go on then, Paul.
1: Um, mine was uh, brief again. I'll keep it with my next-door neighbour. Played basketball. I never did. I looked at it, watched it, joined in. Seemed fun. Uh, I got involved in a, in a camp in Plymouth. Got picked up for the Raiders under-15s at the time and I used to sit front row of the Raiders games with my foam finger cheering on Raiders at 15 years old and, and now I'm still kind of sat on the front row, I guess.
5: Uh, without a foam finger?
1: Without a foam finger, unfortunately. So yeah, that clipboard. Was, I've been just <laughs> doing it for, for a long time and just because I loved it and just got hooked on it. So the, so the thing. only thing that's
5: changed now is that you don't have a foam finger, but you have a clipboard.
1: I have a clipboard and. Sit next to Danny Uh, (laughs) McGee.
5: What about you Ben?
2: Um, So my family used to be involved with the club. Uh, They all used to volunteer. Um, Believe it or not, when I was younger, I I didn't like the loud noises in the pavilions. I I didn't go for a while and then I started going, just got obsessed. I played up until I was 18. Um, and then I helped out um, with my school basketball team. I was helping with the Year 7 team. And one of the lads that um, scored for the first time, I'd been working with him quite a lot. He scored for the first time in a game. And seeing the smile on his face, just I, I was just like, yeah, I, I want to go into coaching from that. But it was my family's fault that I am now basketball obsessed.
1: Uh-huh. I, I remember Ben as a very little basketball player wearing his full Raiders tracksuit when he was, I don't know how old you were, I've got, say, I've got a picture, I always tell him about I've got a picture of me, him and, yeah. and Jack when they were young.
3: Bain's probably already answered, you know, what do you get out of being a coach, so what about you guys, what do you get out of being a
2: coach?
1: Um, for me personally, it's a, it's a sense of enjoyment, there is a sense of enjoyment. When you coach, there's a sense of frustration. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's an addictive nature to it as well. Um, it's strange because you start for different reasons. I started because it was fun and I liked basketball. Um, nothing more than that, nothing less than that. And then as you progress through it, you, you have different reasons. you come across people that you really like and you want to help them improve. You, you feel that there's a, a place for you just helping people get better. And until you've helped that person your job's not complete um, and then someone else comes along and you help them too and it's, it's just a, a, an addiction in, in a way for me with, with doing it. Um, we still have the fun part but it's, it's now very much uh, kind of my place I, I enjoy doing it and I just want to continue doing it. Yeah.
3: And have you guys worked out what's common across all of our, our jobs? We don't actually None of us actually have a job. We've, we've made a lifestyle choice.
0: True. Yeah, completely. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's become what we are, um, not what we do.
1: Yeah. yeah well, I don't know if Phil and Ben's answers are the same to mine, but I'd say, I do remember Phil when he joined up and he was sat on the sidelines with his wife, Heather, and he jumps in and does a couple of drills. And then before he knows it, he, he's got this bug again of helping people and, yeah. That way from me.
0: yeah, completely. My, my reasons would be the, the same as, as you guys really, but certainly Ben hit the nail on the head. I, I focus a lot around the under 12 kind of age group and the, the early starters, and they, there is nothing like seeing that smile on a kid's face when they achieve something that you've kind of yeah. pushed them towards. It's, it's fascinating. And just to touch on what you said, Paul, um, my late father-in-law spent many years telling me if I can get a job doing something I love, I'll never work a day in my life. Yeah. Um, and there's so much truth in that.
2: Agreed. Yeah.
1: It's, it's strange, like, because we see kids go on and do different things. Um, you know, I feel I feel old, but there's scenarios where I've seen kids go on to be successful basketball players. But there's scenarios. I had a message just yesterday from a former player of mine who I coached from the age of 12 to 18. And he's in the police force helping, uh, working, and, you know, stressing out at this difficult time right now and it was just I was like Do you know what wow like this guy's gone really far with his life he's, he's achieved a lot he's now you know enrolled in the police and, and helping the community and everything else and even that even if they don't continue to play basketball just knowing that you've had some sort of impact on that is, is quite a nice little feeling
3: yeah I think I think that um, that feeling of, of having worked with someone trying to help them improve and then you just see them blossom yeah. whether it's whether it's a coaching in a sporting context or in a business context or in any any role in life for me if my kids and uh even trying to get the dogs to do something when they eventually do it it is so rewarding isn't it Yeah.
1: Let, uh, let, let me know when you when you do that because my dog's a nightmare
3: oh, my God. <laughs> that, so that's why the door you cannot see behind me is shut, because otherwise the dog comes in and barks at you.
5: <laughs> at least my cat's quiet.
3: <laughs> so how, how, are you, um, how are you keeping yourselves busy during lockdown? I, I see little bits and pieces of you uh, um, online every now and then, but you know, what are you up to? For me,
0: I've been watching a lot of TV I've, I've watched the, the last dance episodes, lots and lots, numerous yeah. times, and it, it's one of those where you, the more you watch it, you do pick up bits that you missed the first time around. Can you hear the um, dog now? Can yeah. Um, we've, as a, a group, we we're, we're all volunteer coaches for Plymouth Raiders Development as well, yeah. um, and we've, we've spent a lot of time trying to make sure that we, we're the best coaches we can be. So as, as a collective, we've, we've been working really hard to improve our coaching standard. Um, and that, that's taken up a lot of time, but it's, it's been really enjoyable. I certainly feel like I'm in a better place than, than when we started this period.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, it's strange. I, I don't think I've ever had the time to do so many coaching clinics, watch so many basketball games, you know, learn so much to a point where I'm actually like, oh, I can't do any more because I need to go to court and practice this. I've learned so much new information. Um, so it's, it's actually refreshing in a way and you you get to recharge the batteries a little bit
2: oh um i've been to be honest a mixture of what paul and phil have said really um lots of personal development stuff i've pretty much lived on linkedin um, just trying to connect with as many people from around the basketball world as i can really just and just chat to people and i've been talking to phil and paul a lot about um various things that i can do to improve and it's just been trying to and like porter just trying to recharge a little bit because there's a lot that goes into a basketball season that people don't see um so just having some time to to quietly keep learning but also to to just sit back and and recharge a little bit has been really really good
1: i think what we touched on this earlier um me, Phil, uh, and Ben did, it's actually, I've done a lot of sort of communicating with neighbours and, and various people that I wouldn't maybe normally talk to. I know, Phil, you've done the same on, on the E-Day as well.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: You know, I, <laughs> I've been on sort of Twitter competitions with various primary schools who are posting challenges, and I've gone, right, do you know what, I'll take part in that challenge, and I'll send something back to them, and it's all sorts of crazy things going on, which I would never have done before, and just <laughs> never thought about doing um it's quite a strict back refreshing time at the moment you know if you look at it the right approach yeah absolutely
5: so uh, interesting thing for me and uh, Phil, you mentioned something a minute ago that that about the um if it's something you love it's not a job, but I remember you saying that in your interview uh uh, and one thing that uh, it kind of reminded me what I, what I said which is um, you know, when you do something you love and then it becomes a job the love goes a little bit have you guys this is probably more of a question for Paul and Phil at this point because you, you're fairly new to it going from being a hobby to a, to a job how have you found that transition?
3: Go on Paul
1: alright okay I'll go <laughs> um, at times and, and you're right I'm not going to sugarcoat it sometimes it's been really difficult Um, Yeah, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) So so sometimes it has been difficult, you know, because I've I've volunteered, coached for fourteen seasons in a row, summer leagues, camps, whatever. Like done it all, uh, and loved every second of it. And I've come home and I've gone to work the next day as a salesman and did whatever, you know. And then my release is basketball. Now that the job is basketball, it's trying to find actually what the release is when you finish the basketball. And I think that's probably the hardest bit for me because it's, I love it and I will always love it. And that, that love never goes. You're right. But it's after the basketball, do I go home? What do I do? Because after yeah. work, i would go home and do basketball. So that's probably the most difficult thing for me. And that's where I'm probably struggling and I'm figuring it out as I go along. Um, I've discovered that I, my wife's actually quite good company um she's fun to be around since <laughs> um, you've been locked together you mean <laughs> yeah. yeah so she actually sees me now which is nice um but yeah it's just trying to do it in reverse and find and find something to keep yourself equal without you know overdoing too much and making your head explode personally
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah probably the same um, i'm only what am i six months into this this job um, but I'm still very much, as far as I'm concerned, I'm still very much in the honeymoon stage. I, I still go home with a big smile on my face every day because I, I work in the world of basketball. Um, it's not massively different to where I was before. I've been around Raiders development for about five years now. I've been the vice chairman there for four, I think. Um, and I, even at a volunteer club level, there's so much to do, so much work to do. So uh, before this, I was trying to juggle a job whilst working with the other volunteers to run the club. Um, so now that the, the fact that I'm able to focus on, on being involved in that, that club setting makes life a little bit easier, actually. Um, ben hit it on the head, but people don't realise how much goes into it. It's not just a case of rocking up at the every Sunday and, and the game happens and that's it until next week. Um, obviously, BBL clubs and, and British basketball is, is still on such a small scale. Um, so there's realistically, there's seven of us. Um, in the office, like during the week, kind of making the things happen and ticketing and merchandising and mm-hmm. booking appointments. Um, so yeah, it's it's quite a a tiring life. I won't won't lie around that point. I, I, I'm exhausted. I'm, I look forward most weeks. I get one day off. I look forward to that day off each week. I've certainly got no regrets about it. Is yeah. that game days? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's when I get to sit down and commentate at the back quietly.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but uh, the what.
4: Sorry about it, go. When you said merchandise, I love the new little foxy t-shirts.
1: <laughs>
0: Work in progress. They'll, they'll, they'll be around soon, I'm sure. Yeah.
3: The, um, one of the things that struck me as we got to know more and more about the Raiders was that the, the BBL team is really, really just the tip of the iceberg. And as you go down through this club all of the other teams and the academies and the cvl and you know the the um the wheelchair um, team and the and the women's team you know all the youth team that it's such a massive enterprise that is driven forward by seven staff so we there's a army of volunteers out there that are helping us do this and you know the um and we're foolish enough to talk about. We still want this to grow. We want it to get bigger. We want it, we want the base to broaden out, and you know, we want to develop the um, both the the elite end, but actually the whole of the pyramid. We want to develop.
1: Yeah, there's there's a huge amount of everything going on right now because yeah. I, I've seen, and and like Richard as well, like I've seen a, from and been involved for many years, and I've seen different. I've seen two teams in Plymouth. I've seen I've seen no under-12s playing basketball. I've seen loads of under-12s playing basketball. And, and where we are right now is a very good place. You know, we, we did have a stage where, yes, we were at a junior level, very competitive at every age group. But actually, it wasn't that sustainable, and there wasn't actually that many kids. There was a handful of kids playing basketball, and they happened to be pretty good. You know What we've got now with the work of the volunteers is... Huge, huge following of basketball. Again, they led by this BBL at the top and all the way down to, to mini orders and development and CVL and everything else around it. I don't think I've never ever seen so many people in Plymouth play in the game than I've been involved in. Like, you know, the actual mass number of people playing and enjoying is huge right now.
3: So, Ben, you, you've come through an apprenticeship scheme, haven't you? Or oh, yeah. uh, you come through, you're 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 right at the tail end of it. How's, how's that worked out?
2: Um, my i really enjoyed it. It's it's been my whole journey to getting here has has been not not average. Uh, I'm incredibly lucky to be in the position that I'm in. Uh, to even have my apprenticeship with the club, I was very very fortunate. Um, my first apprenticeship scheme was, um, as cliche as it as it says, it, it completely changed my life. Um, it gave me so many opportunities um, to be around loads of different high level sport sporting events. You know, not only was I with the club every day, uh, and I was seeing that grow. But I, you know, I got the chance to go up in, to London and work with the NBA when when the NBA game was here. I got to go, um, to countless other events. Um, you go to the premiere of Star Wars as well. I did go to the yeah, got to go to the premiere of Star Wars. I'm still <laughs> sorry we didn't take you, Rich. I'm, I apologise for that. Don't mind. Um And then my my second apprentice spell of my apprenticeship has been. Um, it's been challenging at times. It's been in a course that I've uh, pushed myself out of my comfort zone a little bit. Um, I've been doing business admin, which if anyone knows me knows that I hate being sat down, um, not active, not out, but it's been really good. I've I've actually really enjoyed it. Um, It's taught me a lot of organizational things that I need to work on. And I get constantly reminded that, not to forget things. So it's, it's been really good. And it, I feel really lucky to have actually been the first sort of apprentice that the club's had and um, to have the opportunities I've had. Because I know there's a lot of people uh, my age who would probably kill for this opportunity. So I'm just lucky. So what's been the
3: most difficult part of this journey?
2: Um... <sighs> Do you know what? I think it's more um, its more the personal stuff for me, just uh, my maturity and how I've grown. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one thing that I've, I love about this job is there's so many personal opportunities for you to, to develop. Um, basketball is such a sociable uh, sport. And, you know, with the nature that is basketball, people come and go, people stay, you know, you get attached to people. You know, and they they go. So for me, it's just been a it's been a lot of maturing and and learning different aspects of life. Almost, you know, mm-hmm. you know how to look after my money and you know how to communicate with people, how to you know be professional, really, because you know it's, it's my first job essentially. And like Phil said, it's not really a job because it's it's the dream. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it's just been all the personal lessons, really.
3: Yeah. But and. Have you come out with a, 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 a coaching license? Is that?
2: Or is yeah, that? Yeah, so I've, I've got my level two. Yeah,
3: is that the only license you've got during this journey?
2: No. So I got my, uh, through my first apprenticeship, I got a, a level two or level three in multi sports coaching. Wow. Um, I got a level two uh, fitness instructing. And then I'll have my business admin one. But then I've done little things on the side as well, like um, first aid, safeguarding, things like that. So,
3: so which was the hardest license for you to get?
2: Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Think outside the box a little bit, Ben. Oh wow, Paul. Oh, wow, <laughs> I've, twigged. I've just swigged. Wow. Yeah, no, my driving was a long, painful,
1: uh, for painful all of it. journey. of uh, But
2: well, I got there in the end. Yeah. <laughs> wow, well,
4: uh, Paul James, we have a problem.
2: Uh, another one.
4: Big one. They're having all the fun. I'll leave MLA to you. I'm going and working at Raiders. Do I have to know about, (laughs) I can learn. I don't have to play, right? You'll find me something to do at Raiders.
1: Yeah, oh, believe me. you stand still for long enough, we'll find you a job.
4: There's lots to do. do. MLA, enough of education. The fun is there. Basketball is there. Foxy is there. I'm going there.
3: (laughs) I'm a a great believer in you should never do it. Don't do a job you don't enjoy. You know, if if you're not going to work and and enjoying it and being happy, it is a it's drudgery. Don't do it. So
4: oh, can you clip this part and send it to me? Every time he gives me a job I don't like, I'll just play. <laughs> <him>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're looking forward to the game starting up again, aren't we?
1: Oh,
4: 100
1: hundred uh, percent. You know, i i was I was gutted because this was my first season working in the BBL program and, and from being front row as a kid watching them play the dream was always to be on that court and like you with football I wasn't good enough to be there bouncing the basketball so you know I to be there and be involved in that first game it was a real just amazing experience and I probably got caught up in the moment on the first game and I was more of a fan than a coach Um but then you know to have that season end short was difficult. So I think to to get back up and running again, is going to be, yeah, it's going to be special. And it's, it's going to mean a lot more to everybody now, you know, we've, we've been in this period.
3: Yeah. We, we mean, we've been enjoying the games and, and um, I'd like to say, we can come to the games and just be fans, but we can't, you know, they, there's still lots of stuff. There's, there's lots of other stuff to, to be done around the games. Um, even if it's only um, making sure that our sponsors are happy and, and willing to continue being our sponsors, you know, there's always, there's lots of stuff that, that, that yeah. gets to go on, but we all get to, you know, you do get to enjoy part of that game and, and you, you know, um, we, were, we only managed to have a couple of months of it before it got uh, curtailed. So we are looking forward to the, to the new season.
1: Yeah. I think, yeah we've, Things are looking bright, and I, you know there'll be a moment next season. I don't know when it that will be, but there'll be a moment where everything is just worth it. It's all worthwhile, and and it, everyone walks away with a smile or a cheer or whatever it is, and it's going to be like brilliant.
5: The one thing. The one thing I used to really enjoy uh, was was doing the commentary on game days. Like a release for me, you know, it's
0: a bit of escapism, and and then Phil took it over. <laughs> you, you, you can have it back. Do you know what? I'd, I'd love to sit and be able to watch a game next season rather than talking about it. Really? Because I hate watching yeah. games. <laughs> i
1: think not saying impossible. you can have
0: it back full time, but you can
5: have it back for a game, maybe. Oh, cheers. Thank you. I like guest <laughs> presenter.
1: It's difficult, though, because if you do the commentary or you do the coaching, if someone says you just sit in the stands and watch it and enjoy it, that's so mm. difficult. Like, even watching basketball on TV... Like, I've got to make a conscious decision is am I watching this game to learn something or am I watching this game to relax and enjoy it, Like, right? And don't get too caught up on the, the, the tech and the tack of games and actually just enjoy the, the dunks and the passes and everything else. That's mm. hard to do.
3: <laughs> it, it's like being the cameraman, you know, the, the video of, of an event. Mm. You, you, you don't experience the event in anything like the same way.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah true. Yeah, I mean, for me actually, doing the commentary, it's easier to watch the game because I have something to distract me. Otherwise, I just get I, my brain starts thinking about business and other things you know to do with the club. So actually, that's the best way I enjoy the game is by doing the commentary because it means I have to watch the game and focus on watching the game and not start to think about other things.
0: I do find at times I, I watch the game so intently because I'm commentating on it that I don't see it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. You're just lucky I'm not doing the commenting.
0: <laughs> Come and join us, Basak. There's, there's a spare seat up
1: there. <laughs> you said you I wanted to that.
4: I'm sure you don't want <laughs> to hear. Listen to me doing it.
1: <laughs>
4: oh. I'm learning basketball. I'm watching The Last Dance. You know, I'm getting there.
0: Maybe, maybe there's an outlet. Once the season restarts, we can continue the overtime episodes during matches.
5: <laughs> hey, i think well, that'd could be good do, could do different commentary like they did with uh on sky they had the fans commentary didn't they yeah so we could have a couple of fans you know opposing fans commentate maybe i Oof. think
1: coming that, like actually do you know, you, now we've learned how to use zoom because i had no idea what flipping zoom was before this lockdown mm. started Same. like I, we need to take full advantage of stuff like this and just because everything goes back to normal when it does doesn't mean that we don't Take advantage of technology like this and and have these conversations because it's so much easier. Yeah, Yeah. completely. Well, from Phil, Ben, and myself from the overtime crew, guys, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. It's been a pleasure.
3: Pleasure. Been good. Been good. Thank you. And from the three of us, thanks to you three. It's um, been very entertaining.
1: First time we've had six screens, so yeah, it's been. <laughs> hopefully, everyone in, home enjoyed it, and um, we will catch everyone soon for the next episode.
5: You got the good work, guys.